Good evening, good evening on this awesome Sunday night. Wow, what a Sunday we have with all this services that was going on. Actually, it already started Wednesday morning with Dr. Johannes Konken and Dr. Wayne and Irene from Germany. That was powerful. God is not interested only in you getting saved. He wants you to be healthy wealthy, blessed, more than a conqueror, a champion, a history maker, a planet shaker, come on somebody, and a world changer. That's God's idea when we live for him. We need to pray because we think about the Van Romberg family and Chris and oh my word, I know them from years ago. They just lost their son last night. We pray right now for that God will help the family, that there will be a breakthrough, and that they will understand God is not a murderer. It's the thief that comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. We pray for Lionel right now, where he is in the hospital. In the name of Jesus, we speak life and life in resurrection power. We refuse the plots and the plan of the enemy because God gave you authority. Say, God gave it to me. Oh, my word. Don't say it just like <laughs> jello. <laughs> In Afrikaans, like slub jelly. Say it with authority. Say, I have it. And because I have it, the devil has no authority. And we refuse that the enemy will have his way. God gave us power and authority over the dominion of the enemy. Well, this is an exciting week lying ahead. And, um, oh my word, we're going to do the big thing on December the 16th for children and families and whatever's going to come out when my fellow South Africans will release what's going to happen with the lockdown. But in the meantime, we're going to do it. Thousands of people's lives must be changed through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, years ago, I made up my mind. Billions and trillions and hundreds and thousands of money cannot pay for one soul that costs the precious blood of Jesus. And that's why we have a song that I grew up with and we sang it. And believe it or not, there were times that I could sing and uh, how can I make a lesser sacrifice when Jesus gave his all? Wow. So for the whole of December, and I think this is the first, first Sunday in December, we speak about daring, unshakable faith. <laughs> Did you hear it? Daring, unshakable faith. If th things are not done by faith and by action and by being alive about it, it's dead faith. We don't need dead faith because there's a third day dimension according to the book of Hosea chapter 6 verse 1 and 2. Oh my word, it says, in the first day we were slain, in the second day we were revived, but there's a third day that's to walk in resurrection power and what is that resurrection power? Find out how God is doing things. Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. Then God's way of doing, God's way of operating, 
God's desire, God's will, God's plan, then all the cars and the houses and the money and the false teeth and the weeks and whatever you need will be added unto you. And I've said it over and over, and if we can get it, because this past week, when I did the keys of faith, two things that people fear, a lack of money, and they fear the battle they fight on the inside. That's why scripture says, have the mind of Christ. Wow. And you have it. (laughs) He did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, dynamite power, and a sound mind. That word in the sound mind means the mind of Christ. So I need to operate with God's way of doing things and the mind of Christ. Now, there's a very interesting scripture in the Bible. And I did it in the 9.31 of the services this morning when I did the offering. Now, I'm not doing offering. Now, don't worry. I want to show you because God's way of doing things is Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. The just shall live by faith. What is faith? Faith is God said it, I believe it, and I act upon it. That's faith. Now, here is a powerful scripture in Mark chapter 6. Jesus went back to his hometown. And uh, he came, the Bible says in verse 1, to his own country and hometown, Nazareth. And his disciples followed with him. And then we know he went there and on the Sabbath he began to teach in the synagogue. That's Saturday. (laughs) We in the first day, we in resurrection power. And he said, many who listened to him were utterly astonished, saying, where did this man acquire all this? Now listen first, first the people are excited and marveled and ask questions and what is the wisdom, the broad and full intelligence which has been given to him? What mighty works and exhibitions of power are wrought by his hands? Is this not? So they were first astonished and marveled and excited and they saw all the miracles and then they start with their nonsense. (laughs) Religious garbage. Come on, somebody. Is this not then the son of the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James, and Joseph, and Judas, and Simon? And are not his sisters here among us? And they took offense at him and were hurt. First excited, then they took offense. Now, one thing in 1979, after it's uh, in this time of, it was November. November is very significant because In 1969, November, I gave my heart to the Lord. In 1974, November, we enter into full-time ministry. And 1977, November, oh, Jesus, that's when I went through all my stuff and a storm tries to hit our lives. (laughs) But you have power to calm the storm. And then in 1979, somebody invited me to the Portuguese hall where Dad Hagen and Ken Jr. was preaching. And that time, Rama started, and oh my word, and Dad Hagen used one phrase, the just shall live by faith. And that first night when I heard the scripture, now remember I've already been a pastor, 
That scripture changed my entire life. And that's how I build my life. And I'm entering now into a man. I sound old with all these numbers and dates. But I enter now 47 years of full-time ministry. This December, we will be here. Uh, what's at 41? Finish 41 years. Go in the 42nd year of being in Cryfontaine in the Western Cape. That's a lifetime. But here is the key word. That word changed my life. And I'm talking to you about daring, unshakable faith. Because here is something. Is this not? Now they start with accusations. And uh, that is they disapprove of him. And it hindered them from acknowledging his authority. Wow. And they were caused to stumble and fall. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, difference, reverence, except in his own country and among his relatives and in his own house. And verse 5. And he was not able to do even one work of power there. Now listen what the Bible says. Except that he laid his hands on a few sickly people and cured them. And Jesus marveled because of their unbelief. Oh, you see here he came. God manifest in the flesh the miracle worker, the water worker, oh my word, the one who multiplies seed and multiplies bread and fishes and, and, and because the power was in him and they didn't acknowledge him. The solution they are, were looking for their problems, their condition appear and they didn't acknowledge him because of unbelief. Think about that. Now listen what scripture says. Maybe you face a challenge, a situation. We have got a lot of hype and a lot of truth and a lot of information, a lot of books and a lot of revelation. But nothing in the kingdom of God works without faith. You've not seen God. <laughs> you were not there when they crucified Jesus. What proof do you have? But you heard the word. Faith came because faith comes by hearing. And through that, I remember in 1969, that November, in the little house there in Brentwood Park, small holdings, Benoni North in uh, the Benoni area. I went to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday nights. My parents were involved in church world. Oh, my uh, extended family, they Dutch reform ministers. My dad rebelled and he started preaching for the new apostolics. Listen what happened. That night in the meeting, the first song I ever heard was O Calvary, O Calvary or O Golgotha. It was for me that Jesus died on Calvary. Now, Pastor didn't even have teeth. He looks like an organ without notes. Pastor Brits. His wife had a thingy here with hair grew out and a bun, no makeup, and long dresses. And that night when he made the altar call, I realized I was as lost as can be, even if I went to church over and over and over. Because 
We never learned you need to accept the Lord. We're just in a religious mode. Now, none of us have seen God or been at Calvary, but we serve God. How did you do that? By faith. Because somewhere you heard a word, somewhere somebody prayed for you. Somewhere you, you, you accept the calling and the, the thing of God in your life and the Holy Spirit came. And that's the way how God operates. The just shall live by faith. And if he withdraw himself from the faith life, I will not take pleasure in him, says Hebrews chapter 10, 38. A nice translation says, my righteous people, their lives will be sustained by what they believe. Wow. So your belief system is powerful. And God's idea of you and me is to have daring, unshakable faith. Remember, Peter walked on the water. You were reading all about Peter all the time. But you hardly heard about the 11 disciples who stayed in the boat. Why? Because they were not faith people at that stage. You hardly hear of them. It was the man of faith, Peter, that got out of the boat and started water walking. And this is a key point tonight. Because everything you need already exists. It's in the spirit world. Oh, new lungs, a new heart, new liver, a new mind, new eyes, new hearing. Uh, oh, my, what bladder, whatever you need. How do I get it from the spirit world into the natural? Every financial thing you need, every breakthrough you need, everything, salvation already exists. How do I get it? By faith. Because it's by faith that you excite God and honor God. That's the only thing that excites. A lady came to me, she comes to the meetings and she said, will you stop preaching about faith? I don't want to hear that anymore. I looked at her, she said, my reverend, my duomeni, we tell him what to preach Sunday and you keep on preaching. And then afterwards, in the same context, she told what she's going through, how terrible her life is. And I thought, no wonder. Because the very ingredient that will sustain you, take you in a dimension higher than you are in right now, to overcome the world, to overcome sickness, to overcome lack, to overcome worry, to overcome depression, to overcome anxiety, to overcome that wild children that uh, you, you dedicate to the Lord and not serving God, to overcome that thing that they will serve God, lies by faith. Believe God above everything. Wow. Now there's a powerful thing. Jesus marveled, and only times when you read about Jesus marveled in Scripture, he either marveled because of great faith or he marveled of not having faith. So faith is in three dimensions. No faith. You work with logic, reason, and what you have every day, and that's how your life is going. And there's millions of Christians living like that. Then you have little faith. Peter walked on the water. His eyes is on Jesus. 
His eyes is on the provider. His eyes is on the redeemer. His eyes is on the stormcomer. His eyes is on the one that brought salvation. His eyes is on the one, the alpha and the omega, the door. And the moment when he took his eyes off Jesus, he sank. And Jesus said, O ye of little faith. Now, your faith must grow. And to have daring, unshakable, it's scary what we put our trust in. People put their trust in finances, in the inheritance, in their cars, in their assets, in what they know. And overnight, one phone call, one mistake can wipe you out. I know of people that invest in a thing. 335 million was embezzled, and most is Christians. And one mistake of the people who did the investment took them down the tube. Come on, people. This is the scary part. You can never put your trust. Jesus said, how difficult will it be for people to enter in that put their trust in things? This COVID thing and this lockdown has revealed many hearts in what is your trust. Now, we went through the same thing. We, we need to do 50,000 U.S. for the 5,000 plus children. That's $10 about a person or less. There's going to be more. And it's a faith mission. My trust is in God. People, businesses, Everything is just channels. God is the ultimate source. And there's a thing that I'm going to share next week, how what happens when you're generous, because that's the attribute of Jesus. If you want to be like God, you need to be generous. Stingy people will never operate in higher dimensions and be world shakers and the end of the world for nations. And that's what I've learned. And I say it by the grace of God. My family and myself gave away about 34 cars. There were services that I went to a car, gave the car away. I didn't even know I'm going to give the car away. Then buy another one. And next Sunday I gave away. The Lord said, give that car to that. And I gave it away. But since then, I really don't buy cars. <laughs> God just bless and bless and bless. And I've seen the hand of God. You see, we don't like the faith because it costs discipline. It costs being a doer of the word. We want it wishy-washy, microwave, two minutes popcorn, put the popcorn in, press the button, and bang, and here your popcorn comes out. We don't like. We like fast things. Now, all these fast foods, you drive through Kentucky Fried Parabokis and Burger King and Nando's and whatever, that's when you have health problems because it's not healthy. But we still do it. You know, there's nothing like a, a nice hamburger. But that's how we are programmed. We are intoxicated with a gospel plus walking aids and hearing aids and canes. And we want to lean on something else except on Jesus. I've learned and I can tell you stories how I had to trust God in the most severe storms for a miracle for my healing, 
for financial. We had to have millions to keep the ministry going and everything. And everybody that's in the ministry there with us, they don't realize the price I paid. And, but it's wonderful because it's for the king of glory. God is the provider. What honors God? Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Without faith, it is impossible to please God, to make God excited. What did we say as faith? Believe. What did the word says here? He said, and he marveled because of their unbelief. Now in brackets, scripture explain, amplified what is unbelief. Their lack of faith in him. And he went about among the surrounding villages and continued teaching. Now Jesus is still, we're still in Mark, the book of Mark. It was not written in chapters and verses, the translators did that. And then in Mark chapter 7, Jesus explained why people don't come out of a religious mindset and walk by faith. And faith operates by love. You cannot hate and have unforgiveness and be bitter and be angry and sleep angry and just spill your mouth out against people and just curse and say what you want to say and have a bad attitude, a stinking thinking and think you're going to reap the benefits of the kingdom. Now remember last week's message because you're here on the face of the earth to fulfill seven unchangeable unshakable callings of your life that God called you. You cannot alter it, and it's going to happen by faith. Faith is the strong foundation. Now, I want to be a few minutes, and then I want to finish. In chapter 7, verse 13, Jesus explained now, what is the problem? Why people have a lack of faith, little faith, no faith. Come on, he said, thus you are nullifying and making void and of no effect the authority of the word of God through your tradition, which you in turn hand on from generation to generation. And many things of this kind you are doing. So there's a thing that can nullify the word of God's operation in your life. Jesus appeared, the one with the solution, the one with the answer. We pray, oh my word, and we believe God for the miraculous and the impossibilities. But we can nullify his potential. The Bible says at one time he couldn't do it. It's not that he's not able to do it. But unbelief put people in a prison and they are in so imprisoned in their minds that they cannot get free. And the daring, unshakable faith is to shake off. Take that faith walk like a Peter. If it's you, command ye me to come. And Jesus said, come. And you've heard me speak on that. He didn't just say to Peter, he gave the invitation to all 12. But one man responded, and you hear, and he wrote a book, and you hear the next thing, but the rest of them, you hardly hear anything about them in the future. Because why? 
you want to do great things, if you want to be a phenomenal preacher, minister, disciple of Jesus, if you want to be a great doctor, a police officer, a businessman, whatever, a great pensioner, whatever you want to be, you need to start by believing God, His Word, above circumstances, above emotions, above feelings, above logic and reason. We heard this morning, oh my word, I said to Pastor Irene, I said, I've never heard somebody speak on a small word truth like this morning. And Jesus said, I am the truth. I am the life. I am the way. And he said, I am the door in John chapter 10, verse 9. So I did a whole series about the door. And if he's the truth, we need to be in him. Then we have life, the Zoe of God, life as God is experiencing it. Come on. I am the truth. I am the life. Come on, somebody. And I am the way. So we need to follow that way because it will be with truth and it will be with my word. You will walk with the life and resurrection power of Jesus. Now listen. He said... Your traditions, what you've been learning. I thought I was free when the renewal happened in the 79s and Rayma and Nikki van Westeisen and Johan Greiling. And we went in that renewal, powerful men of, and women of God and Avon Browning and Gerald Kennedy and uh, who else were there? Uh, oh my word, uh, Eddie Creel and all these people. And I was part of entering into that new thing until the revival broke out and I discovered we have built up more traditions in the independent movement than any other church. I had to get delivered from things that makes the word of God of no effect and believe the word above anything on the face of the earth. The devil is the father of lies and he keeps on telling shall preach a powerful message in the eight o'clock service and the devil will come. You need to stop listening to the lies of the devil because God gave you a measure of faith. You and I need to develop that faith now and develop the measure into a greater measure so that you can have daring faith and do things Everybody, when the crowds were there, 5,000 men. Now, the theologian says that's without the women and children. So they were about twenty-five to 30,000 people. Just one boy. When Jesus said to the disciples, you give them something to eat. A lot. McDonald's are closed. It's nighttime. It's weekend. And it's Sabbath. And, and Kentucky ran out of chicken. <laughs> they don't have money. The big excuse. But a little boy came with his five loaves and two fishes. That was enough for Jesus. He took it, he prayed over it, and he handed it over to the disciples. The miracle didn't happen. Jesus took five loaves and two bread and two fishes, and he divided it in twelve. The miracle happened in their hands to feed twenty-five to thirty thousand. Read it in your Bible. And then that boy went home with 12 baskets of leftover. Is that logic? Can you work it out? Calculator? No, what you have in the... No, 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 no. You can never work that out. That's the God we serve. That's God. 
I was supposed to be in America first time in 21 years that I'm not here this time of the year to prepare and minister and we do it seven days a week and to help the children on the 16th and oh my word and because of the covet and all the nonsense and no flights and air carriers now I'll be there in January the last week I'll go in God willing and I was praying one night here and the Lord said hmm you think you can do it every year you did it and you came back and you minister and people he said watch what I'm gonna do this December I'm gonna out <laughs> whip you I'm gonna show you that your trust must be in me we don't know how in the world it's going to happen. You can imagine thousands. We don't work with a small group of people. The newspaper one time did an article about us, the report newspaper, the main newspaper. And then at that time it was the premier of the Western Cape and she sent the newspaper reporter and she said, and in this living room, she said, they have investigated you and the ministry Every church does something, but there's not a ministry that does things to this magnitude in South Africa. What you are doing with all the different kinds of stuff that you are. We, we've got different. If I tell you, I, I'm just tired by saying it. And when people tell me what we do, I say, are we really doing that? <laughs> but it's the grace to run this race, to endure with patience. Remember that day the reporter here and she said, did you ever feel like giving up? And I first looked if she didn't put microphones up. And I said seven million times. I normally quit after a Sunday night meeting. And then I want to resign. And one time years ago, it's a classic. I write out a resignation to the ministry. I'm done. I, I'm over. I, I, I don't want to go on. And then Monday morning, I got a phone call out of a town Zerus uh, somewhere, I don't know even where it is, Mabupan, Mabu, Mamalanga, I don't even know the new names, and, but I know it's on the way to Messina. Oh my word, Northern Transvaal, old term. And there's a man of God on the other side, Prophet Etrat, and he said, Good day, how are you doing? The Lord said you must unpack your bags, you will be nowhere else where I have sent you, and that's Western Cape Cryfontaine, and he put down the phone, and I said, oh my word, I'm in trouble, that God had to speak to somebody a thousand and something miles away, that we don't even talk every day, we talk once a month, or once in two months, and when I knew it was God, I said, I want to quit seven million times, but what kept you going, she asked, and I said, God's assignment for my life, and the life of faith. Because that's the only way how I can excite God is by believing the word, doing the word, act upon the word, and be generous. And I gave myself out of poverty and lack. I was a businessman. I had funeral homes. Start with one, and later on we had three. 2001, I did salad, God told me. And no South African border. People from the UK came. And I was selling this, and I had a three-quarter of a million debt in that. Now, in 2001, a three-quarter of a million, 750,000. Do you know how much money? You <laughs> it's like five million more today. 
And the gentleman sat there and he said, To whom must I make out the check? And I heard the voice of God. Don't touch a penny. Give it to the ministry. And I said, Make it out to the ministry. There was no time to argue and fight with God. Within months, I cannot tell you how. I don't know how God did it. God bailed us out that I became debt-free at that time. Out of three-quarter of a million because I gave that away. At that time, the ministry was financing the vision because I worked for free for this ministry. They were financing the business and I put every penny in. And God took better care of us in all these years than what the business, and we did great business. I had imported hearses and I did great business, had contracts. We light years further than ever before because of the just shall live by faith. Hebrews chapter 11, 6, without faith, it's impossible to please him. Now, if it's impossible to please God, because those that goes to God must believe that he is, and he's a rewarder, a rewarder, a ballooner, a rewarder of those that seek him. And then it gave the heroes of faith. Ladies and gentlemen, I bought property that way. I bought a hotel that way. It's all paid for. It's worth a <laughs> hundred thousand times more than what I paid for. But it was the act of faith, my small faith in a great God, so that I can do it. Don't let tradition or things sort like of my way of doing it, the Frank Sinatra way, keep you of believing God. It starts with small steps. I had to believe God for the five rand and the ten rand and the hundred rand and the thousand and the ten thousands and the hundred thousands that I gave away and then the millions. That I said, God, trust me, that's my prayer. That we can transform a nation. We have impacted in all these years more than a nine million people. There's medical doctors today that I put through university. There's lawyers. There's missionaries, full-time pastors. There's people. And I'm not boasting. It's the grace to run this race what you need. But it's going to cost you to start believe in God. God's way of doing things is believe him and have faith in God. Mark chapter 11 became our foundation scripture with Hebrews chapter 10, 38. Jesus spoke to the fig tree. He speak to it. And his disciples heard him in Mark chapter 11. He went, he threw out the money changers and everybody that was wheeling and dealing in the temple. And 24 hours later, when they came back, because we're still in the book of Mark. <laughs> your little faith, your no faith, your traditions. He marveled about their unbelief. It put him in a situation where Jesus couldn't manifest. He wants to manifest greatness and the power and the fullness of heaven through you. Everything Jesus paid on Calvary, but your unbelief can make you an atheist believer. We have unbelief believers. You believe in Jesus and you believe God and you believe you go to heaven, but that's where it stopped. He doesn't want you only to go to heaven. He wants you to live heaven 
on the face of the earth until you depart from this earth so that you can live in eternity. He doesn't want you to have hell. And that story, God stripped me and God used cancer to teach me a lesson. Oh, my word, I was declared a few weeks ago cancer-free. I can tell you stories, stories that I don't share in public and what God did. But I had to stand on the word. Believe the word above my feelings, above the diagnosis, above no money, above situations. All these years, and I've seen the abundance of God manifest like never before. And I'm telling you, we're going to see what God's going to do. By next week, Tuesday, you'll hear the announcements I make. And God is already busy. Because when you have faith in God, Peter said the tree withered from the roots. Mark chapter 11, 22, 23, 24, chapter verse 20. And he said, Rabbi, look at the tree. You know what Jesus said? Have faith in God. Translation says, have the God kind of faith. Verse number 22. Oh, my word. Let me read it to you. I'm still in the book of Mark. Mark chapter 11. And listen what Jesus said. Oh, I want to get you in daring faith to get out of the dimensions you are in. Out of no faith and un unbelievers to believe the devil and his lies. Now Mark chapter 11. And Jesus replying said to them, have faith in God constantly. Because in verse number 13, Jesus spoke to an inanimate object. So you have power to speak. Truly I tell you, I swear, I swear. Whoever says to this mountain, they were not talking to Jesus about mountains. They talk about the tree, Peter, that withered. Be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt at all in his heart. But believe that what he says will take place. It will be done for him. Believing once with the heart, say it three times with the mouth. You need to say it constantly. Speak to the mountain. Don't talk about the mountain. Talk to the mountain. What mountain are you facing? Because you will start talking to the mountain if you know what's on the other side of the mountain. Provision, complete healing, health, prosperity, blessings, the abundance of God. You redeem from the curse of the law. Galatians chapter 3. So that the blessing of Abraham can come upon you. Deuteronomy chapter 30 from verse 1 to 14. Because you hearken and obey to the voice of the Lord your God, all these blessings will come upon you. Woo, you'll be blessed in the city, in the field, the baskets. The enemy will try to come one way, flee before you seven ways. He will open the good treasure, the storehouse of heaven above you. You will not have enough room to contain what God wants to give you. You load it. But it starts with the thing people hate to hear because Satan watered it down. He said, no, there's a bigger revelation necessary Nothing in the word works without faith because it's by faith that you are justified and you were saved. Let me just finish. 
For this reason, I'm telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, faith can work without prayer, but prayer cannot work without faith. Whatever you ask in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that it is granted to you and you will get it. You will? Not maybe, not one day. You will get it because faith is always now faith. Hebrews chapter 11, 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things yet not seen. You make the choice if you're going to believe God and operate, be a faith giant. That's why you read the heroes of faith. God created the earth by faith. He spoke the word. It was a word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Say it after me. Say God's word in his mouth is as powerful as God's word in my mouth. God wants you to operate in daring, unshakable faith. He's got people lined up in the world that you don't even know of, standing ready to become the channels that God wants to use. But you need to operate by faith and be obedient. Oh, my word. You will possess nations and cities. What was God's instruction to Joshua? Meditate the word day and night. Meditation is the avenue which through information becomes a revelation. If you don't, and revelation have an activation. If you don't do the word, you can be like a walking encyclopedia, walking library. It means nothing. It remains information. And information is not going to change anybody. Because all the Christians in this nation, in the world, knows information. It's when you become a doer of the word that you will have the results of the word. Oh, my word, I can preach for hours on this unfaithful subject. Your time is over that the devil use you as a football. That the devil keeps on tormenting you in your mind. I speak over your mind right now and we take every thought captive and bring it in obedience because strongholds are a thought that oppose the mind of Christ. I speak life. I speak resurrection power. I speak overcoming power. I speak the power of God to touch and transform your life that you will be set free. Your traditions, (laughs) your unbelief will keep you in a prison without bars. God wants you out of that prison. He came to set the captive free. Come on, somebody, come out of that prison life. Like, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, I get so excited because I've seen the dead raised. It's documented. Go and get the the Joy magazine of 1999. You hear a story there. I've seen the cripple walk. I've seen blind eyes open. I've seen deaf ears open. I've seen cancers healed. There's people with great testimonies. I've seen needs supply. I've seen supernatural money. I've seen how God put millions in people's hands. One, they went to sleep bankrupt with nothing the next morning because they become givers and generous. God blessed them in such a... I've seen salvations happen. That's what God wants you to do. The fact that you are saved, you are the greatest miracle. You're greater than the dead race and money supplies and all those things are tools. You already have the faith. Just build it up. 
That's why I have a saying. I am what the world says I am. I can do what the world says I can do. I will achieve what the world says I will achieve. And I can have what the world says I can have. Because I built my life on the word and I do the word of God. I want to leave you tonight with this great word. Have daring, unshakable faith. In the midst of a stormy thing that shake people, shake nations, the COVID-19 lockdowns, you don't need to be in the flow. You can rise up as a giant of God. That's how Daniel got the lion's mouth shut. That's how Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown into the oven. The king said, heat up the the oven seven times more. The people that threw them in, they burned, cremated, barbecued, toasted. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't even smell like smoke. And the laws were changed. People who live and move under with faith are walking under divine favor. And favor is the thing that's activated. Favor is not always fair, but you can watch somebody that achieve greatness and walk and did powerful things in the kingdom. We're faith people. Never lose that out of sight. If you don't know Jesus tonight, that's the starting point to accept him by faith. You know Jesus already. Make a quality decision tonight that you're going to walk by faith, live by faith, speak by faith, act upon faith. Come on, somebody, and be a faith giant for God to see the miraculous happened. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you don't know Jesus, pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning. Or this night. Oh, my word in America where they watch (laughs) this morning. Lord, I confess I come short of the glory of God. And I need to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me all my sin. Wash me in the blood. Put my name in the book of life. Because from this night on I will serve you, God. I will not only be a churchgoer. Yes, I need to belong. That's God's thing to belong to a local church. You cannot be loose standing. Get a church and be word based and be planted there so that you can move as a giant because 2021 is the year of truth, the year of the great harvest. There's coming a harvest of souls. We see it in our services. Most people coming into the services are packed with the limitations. It's people I've never met, never seen in my life. Coming a harvest of signs, wonders, and miracles. And God's going to do it through you. Yes, you who are watching. Yes, you who are hearing. Yes, you who believe the word. And there's coming a harvest of finances. Why does God's going to prosper you in abundance to live? No, you can live wherever you live. But that you can complete your godly assignment without delays. A lack of provision brings delays. And God's not going to use the angels only <laughs> to give it to you. He used earthen vessels. And what earthen vessels people don't understand, when I let go out of my hand, God is ready to let go out of his hand. My precious family and people, we love you. Here from our home to your home. And tomorrow morning, we start with the keys of faith again. And tomorrow night, the Jesus disciple and the prayer time with Pastor Emila Swanepoel. Powerful, the Zoom meetings. Oh, my word. 
and connect. And this Wednesday coming, the last leadership for this year, and next Sunday morning, the 8 o'clock service, then uh, the two 9.30 services, then all the 10 o'clock services, then the 4 o'clock service, and then the two 6 o'clock services. Right now we have it uh, in the mighty name of Jesus. And be a giant of faith. Tell somebody about Jesus. Take them with you. And serve God. And believe. Faith is to believe outside the box. Outside of limitations. To believe God is a rewarder of those that seek him. And my faith honors him. And he marveled about that. In the mighty name of Jesus. Never become familiar with God's stuff. Let it always be an exciting moment and get your passion back to move in greatness for the kingdom. You're going to end strong. You're going to end powerful in 2020 in this December. It's going to be a turnaround and start tonight. We love you. Gustav de Toy here from Loftal International from the Western Cape from South Africa and wherever you are tuned in, we love you. And information will appear on the screen if you want to have daring faith and operate in dimensions or send us your prayer request and share this message with whoever you can. Until tomorrow, you are God's champion.